Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wrong and Wronger. I'm David Hodo, the construction worker from the village people. <laughs> I'm wearing the hard hat and the flannel, James, because I'm in dastardly Detroit right now, and the alliteration is necessary. You're in Icky, Indiana, but I'm asking you, just man to man, how you doing tonight, James? I am a bit perplexed by the name on your helmet. Who is Strunk? Uh-oh. Did you did you kill him and take his helmet? Did you just take it off his construction equipment? Where did this come from? Wow, sorry, I lost you there for a second. I thought we had a bad connection, but the gods are smiling upon the show. There you are again. Ask the question again. I don't know if our listeners want to hear the question twice, but I will ask it again. <laughs> they want to hear the answer. That's all I okay. know. Okay, who is Strunk? Did you, is this somebody you killed or mugged or what? Did you bribe him for his helmet? Did you make up a person? Is this your alter ego? Please this explain. This is the uh, former owner of our new house left a box of stuff in the garage. Yeah. Part of it was that cowboy hat that I wore a few years, or a few, sorry, it feels like a few years ago, <laughs> a few months ago. No, I'm sorry, it was a few weeks ago. God, my wow. timing is all off. And uh, and this sort of half of a hard hat. There's no guts to it, so it's just kind of sitting <laughs> hard plastic shell on my head. Left that in the garage, too. And you didn't say anything about it, so I knew this was a home run with James Breakwell. Well, it's just perfect for you. It has no guts, just like you. It's a hollow plastic <laughs> shell. <laughs> I knew if I wore real manly equipment <laughs> that it would completely fly over your head. So anyway, this is the podcast where James and I reaffirm our friendship each week and argue <laughs> about stuff that everybody has an opinion about but nobody wants to talk about but him and me. I'm not sure if that makes us smarter than the average bear or just a shade dumber. <laughs> but James, what are we going to talk about today? we got a good one today. Which are better, Christmas presents or birthday presents? Christmas presents or ber- so in your mind those are not the same thing. Well, no. You know, what you know? How can they possibly be the same? Why would you even argue this? You can go from the wrapping paper. You can go for the type of gifts. You can go from the quantity of gifts. You can the timing of gifts. The communal aspect of gifts. Oh my gosh, dude, they're not even close to the same thing. But since right, right, no, it's it's right. I just wanted to make sure you were caught you know, up with where I was. Your, on your all heart this. is devoid right. of joy, so you don't you don't partake of either one. We don't know one would ever want to give you a gift. You're the kid who got you know coal for Christmas and a stern look for your birthday. So. <laughs> oh, my family was so poor, they needed that coal. They burned it right in front of me. Oh, my heart is devoid of joy because it's too filled with breakwell. Once a week, we got to sit here. So Christmas versus birthday gifts. And uh, James, the listeners, they're on what we do. And we had a couple of listeners that agreed to be a scribe. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but did you see the two messages that I came through I wrote them us? down, actually, and there might be, maybe, I, if they're the same two you saw. So I, I told two people they had the job, the unpaid position. <laughs> 
Carol Hargreave and Pau McCauley. I think it's Pau. It's yes, P-A-U. That's okay, okay, they're the same two. So one of them like, direct messaged me, so I wasn't sure if you saw it too. But yeah, two people actually wanted this. It pays zero dollars, but to be fair, it comes with almost no responsibilities. You just have to check who won each week and keep track of it. And of course, the first week on the job, we're recording this before the polls are closed on the last one, so I can't even tell you yeah, if they yeah. did their job. But I'm going to assume they did a great job. So thank you for putting in the effort on that. We have a staff, Steve. We have a staff. <laughs> I know. And the interns, they have to, like, get our tires rotated, pick up our dry cleaning, and make coffee for us, right? I'm pretty sure they already have restraining orders against us. But, hey, <laughs> they learn fast. <laughs> Yeah, so the two interns, and I like the move, Breakwell, where you offer it to both of them, knowing that one of them is going to be fed up, had enough of this stuff in a week or two. So that'll leave us with one, and then that person will take over the unfortunate role of uh, doing our bidding. It's actually a checks and balances system. I was afraid if we only had one, you would try to bribe them, and the the integrity of the process (laughs) would be corrupted. So now we have two to play off of each other. James, I don't know what I have to even offer as a bribe. You know my life. You have a roll of Guam quarters. I know that. (laughs) Ooh, because of another listener. Yes, it's awesome. All right, so Carol and Paul. Paul? Paul? There was an NBA player named Paul Gasol, and uh, he was a Spaniard. He was from Spain. So maybe this fellow, uh, although he sounds Irish with his last name, but P-A-U, Paul and Carol, you have the job. You, plural, have the job singular. (laughs) Yes. I look forward to it. We, we, I was going to say they're going to let us down. Let's be honest. We'll let them down. That's how this show works. They will both quit in a week. <laughs> One will be reduced to tears within two days. I guarantee it. As soon as that poll ends. Yeah, we are recording a little bit early, and I'm in Detroit right now. So Breakwell was nice enough to bend his schedule to accommodate Olivas again. And James... This is going to bleed into my compliment, Uh-oh. and you usually go first because you are the wind beneath my wings. But I do want to say that, well, two things. One, you were able to bend your schedule even though everything that is living in your house. What was the line you gave to me when I called you tonight? All the living things in my house are conscious. It's always it's always dangerous <laughs> to do any kind of recording when they're all up. But the pigs are awake, the dogs awake, the kids are awake, the wife's awake. I mean, it's it's a dangerous time. All right, so we'll see what barges in and through during the podcast. But secondly, when I uh, texted you the picture of me in this hard hat, you didn't say anything back. So you're showing a lot more restraint in your adoration (laughs) of me. And I think it gets uncomfortable with you just gushing all the time. So the fact that you said nothing lets me know that you're evolving as a man and a human being. I realize I just don't have the time to insult you twice. So I just saved it for on air. (laughs) You're not worth two goes. If I'm going to insult you it's going to be here in front of the eight listeners rather than in private where it's just you i, I got to get the most bang for my buck uh, all right uh, well see that true to form now we're back okay yeah, there, there, there we go and i would like to well what if, yeah. i would like to compliment you for being so dedicated to the show of eight listeners that you continue to record from at least that you've got to have set a record for podcast locations i don't think you've ever recorded this podcast in the same place <laughs> twice we get nothing from this other than our two interns which is a huge stuff it's a huge ego boost us. <laughs> but other than that we've accomplished nothing with this but yet like clockwork we do not let this thing slide except for the one week where we let it slide and it was totally your fault but other than that we're good <laughs> I don't, wait, we didn't, we've never missed a show, we have did, we? We did, when you moved. We missed one week of shows. Oh, crap. <laughs> You've already what heard. did we do for that week? Nothing? Nothing. We did nothing, and our eight fans were crushed. 
Oh, Crushed. no. Yes. Oh, boy. See, now you leave me feeling awful after your compliment. <laughs> that's, so that, That's a good compliment right there. It's done its job. <laughs> True to form. One of the listeners was nice enough to write that he enjoys watching because it gives him a lesson in how to give backhand compliments. <laughs> and I think, yeah, that's Breakwell Strong Suit. <laughs> that's all I'm good at. Yeah. I actually left a birthday party. I'm a little drunk and filled with cheeseburger <laughs> sliders right now to sit here and do this because you have other things to do later tonight. So we had to fit it in when both of us, our Venn diagrams cross just enough to do this podcast. Yes. So we will we will squeeze in this very rushed quality time. All for you, eight listeners. <laughs> all for you. All right, I've got the Guam quarter of fate because it travels with me in my wrong and wronger mug, and I put a ball of socks in the top. I jam it in so that the Guam quarter doesn't (laughs) fall out. But what will the two sides of the Guam quarter represent for you this evening? Heads, I'm arguing birthdays. Tails, I'm arguing Christmas. Ooh, see, you threw me a little curve on that one. I thought you were going the other way. All right, heads is birthdays, tails is Christmas. It is up, it is down, and it is tails so you end up with christmas and i've got birthdays okay so obviously christmas is better because birthdays are a very selfish holiday it's just for one person it's all about you there's you know the party the build up the cake christmas it's about giving and receiving everybody gets multiple gifts you give back and forth rather than birthdays where you just receive and don't give anything in return you're you're teaching kids selfishness christmas you teach them to give back there's there's this universal spirit of rising above uh you know the materialism The, the presents are part of it but they're not all of it but at birthdays the presents are all of it. They are the entire event. You tear open those presents, you eat a piece what? of cake, and you send the kids home. No. Yes, that is what a birthday is. It is selfish, blatant materialism, where at least Christmas pretends <laughs> to rise to something higher. And I don't know how you can argue otherwise. James, we have crafted a society where every child is perfect and beautiful and <laughs> awesome in every possible way, just the way they are. So the fact that there's only one day a year that is tailored <laughs> to these little awesome angels is a travesty, but we've got to make hay while the sun shines. So birthdays are all about you. People sing to you. People eat in your honor. They raise a glass of fruit punch to you, and they give presents that are tailored to you. There are no socks. There is no <laughs> (laughs) underwear there's no necessities that are given at birthday parties it is all gift cards from your favorite stores and online gaming systems birthday presents are the bomb man and birthdays the party itself is awesome you can do whatever you want at christmas you got to go to aunt debbie's house and you know it smells like mothballs and old bread when you walk in there oh my god speaking of mothballs and old bread what is going on in your den right now nothing is there some kind of gang war going on? I was trying to displace a pig, and I was trying to do it very discreetly, but thank you for drawing attention to it. Wow. Oh, it was so surreptitious. I don't even know how I noticed. The, audi- the audience would have never noticed. The audio listeners would have been fine. The video listeners would have seen me disappear from the, the screen for a few minutes. And by the way, my camera appears to be slowly failing, so it might not see me for part of this anyway. But, yeah, she's, I, so I closed the big swinging door out there, which the pig could push through if she wanted to, but she's choosing to be confused and just whine about it. So 
I was just trying to be a problem solver, which is what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about solving no, I, problems. Oh, sure. Yeah. I noticed you waited until it was my turn to talk to usurp <laughs> all of my authority and well, start doing something that made the pig cry. I wasn't going to stand up during my section like, okay, everybody, brace yourselves <laughs> for some dead air time because i got to go take care of the pig. <laughs> I had to. We call that good pod when Breakwell just goes away. And you know, That's what yeah, I didn't even get to finish my job because you started talking to me again. I had to come back. But I still have a trap pig. I solved zero problems. I still have a trap pig. I got to find a nickel for every time I said that. Uh, zero nickels. That's what first, yeah, attracted my wife to me. That line right there. Uh, oh. uh, if anybody's wondering what it sounds like with pigs <laughs> Oh, it took you a beat to catch I up to that I just, one. I, 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 I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> so anyway, Christmas <laughs> is about filling yeah. needs. So not only do you get the the good selfish stuff, but you get stuff you actually like socks. Those seem ridiculous when oh, you're a boy. kid. I have, as an adult, started asking for socks. I ask for socks, I ask for beer, and I ask for hot sauce. That is all I need for a good life. Christmas will supply that. Nobody will give you warm, comfy socks for your birthday, and that's why birthdays when you get old are terrible. Like, birthdays peter out. Eventually, you reach a certain age with birthdays where nobody gives you anything because birthday gifts are pointless. But you never, never get to a point where people stop giving you Christmas gifts. Do your parents still give you Christmas gifts, Steve? Yeah. Do they give you birthday gifts? My mom sends a card. Oh, but no, no idea. Oh, 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 my God. I what won. What is right that? There. What is that? I, that's me winning. That's the sound of me winning. You just admitted <laughs> that your own parents stopped giving you birthday presents. Everybody stops it because birthdays are for kids. Christmas is for everybody, unless you're not Christian. And even then, some people do it. It's for atheists. <laughs> it's for whoever wants it. Just everybody come in. It's a, it's a secular Christmas. <laughs> well, everybody has off of work that day, regardless of which religion you are. That is true. It's a, it's a Free day. James, the one thing that you're ignoring is the party. That's what birthdays are all about. My birthday is in the summer. I don't, you were born, you were like hatched out of a test tube or something. <laughs> I don't even know what yours is. But mine is in July, and it was always party time for me growing up. And it still is. We go on vacation. For my 50th birthday, we had a huge vacation. For all of my birthdays growing up, we did something awesome because there was no school and everybody had all the time in the world. So the birthday party is tailored to you. The Christmas party is all about stress. Getting to everybody's house, eating twelve times, once for each day of the Christmas. We've uh, we've got presents we have to unwrap and then pretend that we like and then take back to the store. Like there's a lot going on that's jammed into one Christmas day. Birthday is like a soft wave just rolling into the shore, and that's why we like birthday presents. It's all about us, and it's all about the par. Oh, if you've ever been to uh, you know an office Christmas party where you can get just get drunk at the wrong place at the wrong time, man, there's nothing there's nothing like Christmas. There's so there's so many chances. It's you know if Christmas isn't just one time with birthdays, it's one celebration and you're done. Christmas, you could you could go to six or eight or ten different Christmas parties. New Year's kind of gets lumped in there too. It's a good time for everybody, and there is there's way too much food. There's so much food. Everybody gains ten pounds, and it's amazing because we're wearing Christmas sweaters, and you can't tell unless you're in Australia. And I'm sorry that you have to wear your shorts and t-shirts, but the rest of us we can cover it all up and lose it later. It's it, it's a great time of excess and fun, 
And and there's really there's no holding you back. And that's why we keep doing it. I have never heard anybody suggest, hey, let's have everyone stop giving Christmas presents when we reach a certain age. Nobody does that. We discard birthdays for a reason. They're stupid. They're selfish. They're self-centered. And you don't need the stuff people give you for birthday gifts. After a while, they just give you a card with cash in anyway. But Christmas is the one time of year people actually bother to shop for you. Because Christmas matters and birthdays don't. You know, the Christmas and birthday present that I want the most, I keep telling my wife, and then she looks disgusted, and then we don't talk for 20 minutes. But <laughs> the point is, <laughs> we've got to wrap this thing up like a birthday present that everybody is going to enjoy, because for the birthday, people only have one person to buy for, so they are able to get what you want. Christmas is a mad dash to get your hands on whatever is left over in the store. doesn't matter what it is. They'll wrap the thing up. Or just nowadays for Christmas, they just put it in a bag and stuff down some tissue paper on top of it. People don't even put the time in. Birthdays are the king of gift giving. I'm going to roll the dice, but first I'm going to fight back against that slander. Because if you want to, I, I challenge you to go to the wrapping paper section of the store, where I know you've never gone because you probably make other people buy all your gifts. <laughs> But go to the wrapping paper section. And for birthdays, it's like, oh, some candles, some confetti, maybe some balloons. Christmas wrapping paper, oh my gosh, it's everything. Every imaginable color and pattern and topic. You can get Christmas wrapping paper of pigs. You can't get birthday wrapping paper of pigs, but there's all kinds of it with pigs for, for Christmas. You can get teddy bears, you can get Christmas trees, you can get just all the bright, shiny colors, whatever you want. Rather than just confetti, you can get it all. Because Christmas is about variety, it's about choice, it's about fun, it's about love, it's about saying you're wrong, Steve, and the world is right. Let the love flow, let Christmas win. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice <laughs> like here. Like a mountain stream. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is all about the gifts. Everyone jammed into a living room where the heat is on too high, and they're all sweating in their Christmas sweaters. Birthdays, you unwrap the gift like two days later because it's about the party. And James, speaking of office parties, I've never had a real job, so I've never had an <laughs> office party to go to. Yes, and you will never, ever be employed. Let's <laughs> be aware of that. If this, if this podcast thing doesn't work out, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the dice. See what people need to do to vote All for All right. Me. If you want to vote for James and Christmas and happiness and good times, vote for 38. If you want to vote for Steve, which you don't, vote for <laughs> 95. And if you want to throw Ooh, your vote good. away, which is pretty much the same thing as voting for Steve, vote for 68. <laughs> 68. 68. All right. 38 for Breakwell, 68 to throw it away. And if you're going to confuse the two, go right ahead. <laughs> nice try. All right. Get us out of here. All right. That has been another episode. And man, you've got to be delighted. Not that it's <laughs> over. I mean, that you actually got to watch another one. Until next week, where we have another possibly seasonally appropriate topic that could have to do with New Year's. You never know. And we might be drunk. So it's going to be one to tune into. But until then, this is Steve, the awesome Dr. Olivas for James the Explode. Oh, he's on that side. James the Exploding <laughs> Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Subscribe so we get those numbers up. And remember, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>